This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. You guys remember? You guys remember when we used to um, have a podcast about Three's Company, and we would get together every week and talk about it. Oh, that was great! <laughs> I remember that. I do remember that. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a long time, oh, guys. Oh, guys! So much. So much has happened. So much COVID was had. Oh, what was that? So oh, I just dropped a thing. Nothing. We or, had we had wreck. all the COVID. Matteo got sick too, but he didn't get COVID. Oh, well, that's good. No, I, I just got a really bad cold just from being, I you know, I, I always get them from uh, being on an airplane. Oh. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a tin can with a bunch <clears throat> of people. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a sardine can in the sky, kid. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. I have blueberry in my, my teeth. Oh. <laughs> oh, I said like I was we really all, interested. We split a blueberry cheesecake for dessert. Mm. A whole blueberry cheesecake. Yeah. Yep. No. The whole cake. What did you have for dinner? Half. Um, it's this kind of like Americana-ish type restaurant. It's called Little Beast, but they serve like pasta dishes, but also like a burger. It, it's weird. It's mm. just like, it's good. It's good. But it's like whatever they want to make yeah and there's no like theme to it oh, oh okay so you get like you'll get like pork chops a burger a couple of pasta dishes uh what else do they have oh philip got the chicken liver uh moose yum <laughs> for oh, dessert right. or for, for appetizer for dessert with the blueberry cheesecake i like a chicken liver um, mm. chicken liver moose mm-hmm. yeah I yeah, know. I like I like liver. I like liver. Yeah, I, I did when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I like it yeah. in mousse form. Oh, it's good, like on toast. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, toast. Toast delicious. points. Little points to toast. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. I. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I've missed watching Three's Company. Talking oh. about it. Guys, we used to be in yes. such a routine yeah. of watching Three's Company that I thought about Jack Tripper all the time. Yeah, well, we're getting back into it. Back yeah. in the swing of things. Well, it was nice to have a break, but I certainly missed the show. And, uh, well, I watched this episode and I was, <laughs> boy, oh boy, do I have some opinions about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Excellent. Well, we're, oh, what we're talking boy. about is episode number three of season three mm-hmm. right yeah yeah okay right. the love diary right. the love diary when did oh, this boy. air this aired september 1978 
Directed by Dave Powers. Wow. Is that the same guy that's been there? I believe yeah. so. I believe he's, he's the, the one new, that took like, over for Hoban. Since we lost Hoban. Perma Hoban. God rest his soul. Dave Powers. <laughs> Since we lost Hoban. Yeah. And that tragic, no longer directing Three's Company accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. But she- I have to hand it to Mr. David Powers because. You know the 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 coverage is better, meaning the way that the camera mm-hmm. is yeah. covering the show, the cameras, I should say, it, yeah. it edits better. The staging is nicer. The pacing is more consistent, which is so sad because uh, Bill Hoban was so fun. But I also yeah. have to remember we never actually met Bill Hoban. I think the person we made up was so fun, right? What are you talking about? That's Bill Hoban that's, through and through. That's the Hoban of record now. Yeah. We should probably seek out some of his other work. You know, because a guy doesn't just wake up and direct some Three's Company and then disappear. No. You know, like yeah. he's Bill he's, Hoban? Yeah. No, he did other stuff. We, we, I'm sure Matteo told us about it early on in the series. I don't know when, because when Bill we Hoban grew Hoban. on us, you know. He wasn't always he a centerpiece. You're right. Yeah. He's, he's a piece of <laughs> well, us. Now. It turns out that, uh, yeah, he, uh, let's see. After Three's Company, he directed Bob Hope Salutes the Ohio Jubilee. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Bob, Bob Hope All-Stars Christmas Special. Oh, oh no. Bob Hope on Campus. Oh, no. I bet that went over. Those all happened. Those two Bob Hope specials were in '78, so I have a feeling. And then the last one was in '79. I have a feeling that ABC was like, "Ah, oh, we're going to take you off that that ridiculous uh, sitcom and put you on Bob, Bob Hope specials." Hope. But those are live specials. I mean, they're so they're not they're not the same thing. And then um, he ends up directing a, a new show in '82 called No Soap No uh, No Soap Radio. I don't know what that is. Huh. No, uh, but he only directs four episodes, and then um, in 2007, he directs loud every time a, a little TV movie documentary called My Night at the Grammys. Mm. But between 1982 and 2007, Bill Hoban doesn't have any credits at all. Oh, Hoban. It's resting on his laurels. Yeah. Well, what was he doing right before Three's Company? Like, what got him Three's Company, you think? Uh, he did Welcome Back, Cotter in 77. Okay. Uh, two episodes in 76. So he was like, you know, on ABC sitcoms at the time. And okay. then before that, he did one episode of Alice. And before that, he did uh, Love American Style and Maud. He has nine episodes of Maud under his belt mm. between uh, 1972 and 1973. Oh my God, I'd love to go back and watch those episodes of Maud and see how slapsticky they are. <clears throat> <laughs> that's, that's yeah um, interesting okay. those, those Hoban signatures alright should we get into this the yeah, love diary the love let's do diary. it alright let's do it so uh, Chrissy is at the table in the apartment yeah, and it's just a nice day the uh, daytime yeah She's got some stuff. She's getting stuff ready on the table. She's going to do some typing, it looks like. Because she is a typist. She's a typist. This is we her know profession. This. You yeah. Know, this is what she does. Oh, right. How right. she makes her living. <laughs> it's been well established. Yeah. Um, and the phone rings as Janet's entering. 
Right. And we find that Janet is expecting a bunch of guys to call. A bunch of different guys, and she uh-huh. has different excuses for each one. Right. And she's like, if it's Roy. If it's Roger. If it's Roger, do this. If it's Roger, you know, and all this. And they have a little back and forth. It's ha, 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 ha. But Janet is in demand. With the fellas. I like that about her today. Yeah. Today. <laughs> I like that about her in this episode. <laughs> this episode. And uh, anyway, that's just a little By the bit way, they do. Uh-huh. I have to say, uh, from the jump, I saw that Chrissy was wearing her leather riding boots. Mm. And, but I wasn't really into her outfit. The rest of her outfit was so just kind of frumpy. I think she was just wearing like khakis and like a brown turtleneck. Oh, I can't but even I thought, remember. I thought I thought Janet's outfit was much cuter. She was wearing like these really high waisted pants with like this little bolero cinch around the waist. Yeah, a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, like a peasant's blouse with a over, vest over it, and, and with the orange, like it was a rusty orange peasant's blouse, and it was really, really cute. I thought she looked great. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I can't remember Chrissy at all. I, I remember the later outfits in the episode. More than I remember them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But this is where Jack enters. Uh, Jack enters so stupidly. Like, this is the dumbest <laughs> entrance I've ever seen. Nonsense. In, Nonsense. in person or on television make. Like, I don't even remember the sound that he makes exactly. He goes, hi! Ah. Like, it's, it's weird. this weird... I'm sorry, I just made that sound. I want to apologize <laughs> to everyone. It's so absurd. Like, if they would have had him walking with a box on his head, it would have made just yeah, as much just, sense. It was so funnier. Right. And he comes uh, in. He's, so he's caught his pant leg his in his bike His pant leg chain. is stuck in his bike chain. Sure. Uh, so they That's why some... you roll it in your sock. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, milks all the attention from the girls and oh, makes yeah. jokes about them taking and off his pants. They rub his leg and, and Janet's like, what, is something wrong with your leg? And he's like, no, I just like the attention. Mm. Without any, he isn't really going to Wervert territory. No, he doesn't really Wervert it up. No. Um, not, not too bad, but he does have a moment here that bothers me so much. Right here? It's when, yeah, it's when Janet is leaving because she's like, I got to go to work. Is that what she says? Mm. That I have to go to work? She has to go she shopping. She gets up off the couch, shopping, and she gets up off the couch and starts heading towards her bedroom door to get her stuff. And Jack slaps her on the ass. Hard. Like, hard. I noticed that, yeah. I was like, uh, wh- why? Why did you do this? I felt like I, he just I did it in the so moment and they ended up keeping it. He hmm. does a lot of stuff like that. Uh-huh. I, I don't understand why it has to come out as like hitting – or faux hitting, like faux punches. Or faux I don't know. I, I hate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, why can't he do something like on his own where he like does like a little like wervert dance? I don't know <laughs> anything, but like, don't hit the girl. Yeah, don't yeah. make it an aggression thing. It's so strange. Yeah, it's weird. It, it just took me out of it. I was like, ugh. Yeah, and she jumps too. Like, it's totally not a comfortable moment like he slaps her hard and she jumps yeah and then she puts her hand like on her rear end like ouch and yeah. i was like yeah ouch 
it's not comedy if we're worried that someone got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yipes. People didn't People worry didn't about ladies' comedy. butts back then. No, nobody was concerned with the butts no. of ladies. Okay, so what happens next? So okay, Janet so is up and out to go shopping. She goes shopping, and we find that uh, Chrissy has taken a job. Someone's finally answered her ad, and she has been tasked with typing up this manuscript. Yeah, she can't go um, shopping because she's going to stay home and make 75 cents a page. 75 cents per page. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, a diary by Wanda X. My diary. My diary. And it's in like a composition notebook. So it looks like, you know, someone's notebook. That's all. And uh, Jack starts reading it. And he's like, oh, this is this isn't an, an initial. It's a rating. The X. Yeah. Right. And uh, right. we got to let me dic- – how about I dictate it and you type. And so uh, – there's a whole bit about that of him yeah. going through and, and there's a part where Chrissy can't type a certain word. And so Jack has to type it for her. Oh, right. Dirty word. But I at guess, first he but starts dictating letters, and then so. he's like, and then he just yeah, oh, stops. You, counted, he you counted how many? Yeah, it had six letters. You counted how many letters? Uh, six letters. Yeah, it would have been so much funny if it would have been one, two, three, Four. Yes, you which know, is what I expected, then, and that's why I counted because I thought uh, that's what was going to happen. Six letters. Well, I know what the six letter word is, probably. What? What was it? It, it, it rhymes with kitty cat. <laughs> it, rhymes it rhymes with kitty, kitty cat? cat? It doesn't actually rhyme, sorry. It means kitty cat. <laughs> Pussy? The P word? But no, it's, that's, that's five. five. Can I say that's that? five letters. Yeah, you can say the P word all day it's long. It's got to be. It's, Come on. It's got to be. It's got to be rim job. Rim job. <laughs> she couldn't type rim job. P-U-S-S-I-E. That is, no, that is not how we spell it. No, no, no but that's no. cute. That's a cute I-E, spelling, yeah, but is. that's not how we do it. P-Y? <laughs> Pussy? Huh. Pussy. Pussy. That's what they were. Yeah. She couldn't type that. Anyway. Okay. Okay. All I can think of is well, rim job. Okay. It must have been rim It's got to be rim job. So um, she's going to make 75 cents per page. <laughs> That's got to be. So she's going to make 75 cents per page. They're going to buy a vacation home, whatever it was. Okay. So then, but then eventually Chrissy's like, get out of here. Um, what? I don't remember Jack? this part. What? Chrissy asked him to leave. I write. And then he takes diary, and she chases him to the kitchen. Oh, that's where we, oh, it's just a little bit at the end before we yeah. go down to uh, the Ropers. The Ropers. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we've established the diary. The diary now, is full of smut. Full it's of written smut. in the first person. And, um, Swan to X and is it's, quite It's lovely. just called My Diary. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, by the way, just, just want to clock this. So far, we've had four different suitors mentioned for Janet. Jack comes in attached to his bicycle, and none of that will come back for the rest of the episode. It means nothing. Completely superfluous. Nonsense. Junk. 
just <clears throat> garbage. That was just you know to make us feel at home in the episode. Right. That was just, just like, like taking our <laughs> shoes off. What's going on in their lives before the yeah. the episodes complications set in? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just okay. stage okay. setting. Rolls us into a false sense of security. Yep, they're like just a typical day. La di da di da. Here apartment? we are in Santa Monica. Two o one. Okay, right, so, so go then, downstairs. Yeah, and the Ropers. Uh, uh, Mr. Roper is. He has a rug shampooer. He's got a rug shampooer that he's working on. He's working he's on trying to get that going. Helen is working on her clay. She's sculpting She's a sculpting. big old pile of clay. A big mound of clay. Which uh, Stanley compliments her. She goes, it's just a big blob. And he's like, oh, you can't fool me. I'd know your mother anywhere. And uh, he smiles. He mugs. And the camera pulls in on him. Oh, man. So tightly. God, Loving it. what I don't understand why they give Norman Bell these over the top. <sighs> it's almost like because drag. they sell, like baby. That it is. It's that camp. It's like he's mm-hmm. the only one that gets to break the fourth wall and have. You have to laugh at his because the joke is so bad. You can only laugh at his reaction to his bad joke. Hmm. Crazy. It's garbage. Yeah, the joke, garbage is, the joke is his, his reaction, really. Yeah. Like, Can I, I mean, tell you? That's so cheap. Just, I mean, but I mean, I mean, this is like, you know, Three's Company. We're like, uh, you know, a, a step left of a hee-haw over here. Yeah, like, as far as yeah. the, 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 the aim of the humor, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm willing to let a moment like this go if the rest of the episode is like really tight because then it's a nice contrast. You're like, you know, we've got smart jokes, but here's a real dumb one. Right. And then yeah. it's a surprise and it's fun and good times. But so far, like we've been wasting a lot of this episode on junk. And this I felt was like yet another junk moment where I was like, you didn't earn this junk moment. Mm, you did yeah. not earn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it does feel a little water tready in a weird yeah, way. I mean, all the humor in this one—it's mm-hmm. just kind of like these are what mm-hmm. these characters say. Remember Agreed. these characters, Agreed. guys. Don't they forget them because things. we got a good one coming up next week. Um, <laughs> I sure hope so. I hope so. So they uh, they establish that he's got this rug shampooer and he's got to make use of it because it's he's rented. It. Yeah. It's on the it's on the meter. So, yeah, Stephen says to Helen, like, I've already, like, there's been a 25 cents. I've spent 25 cents talking to you. Yeah, or just talking to you. Um, but so he's going to uh, shampoo the kids' rug because he's been they've saying. They've been waiting for six months. They've been waiting for six months. Okay. Have you ever, <laughs> ever had a landlord that came in and, like, shampooed your rugs? Zero no. time. Never. Ever. Uh, that's what makes Never. the Ropers exceptional. Intimate, Intimate landlord, landlord situation. situation. Now, you know, <laughs> and I think this is Listen, okay to share with least, our listeners. Tucker and I are, are entering an intimate landlord situation soon. We are. And we'll have to report right. back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes, that is very true. We're going to be true. we're going to be renting from from my boss and friend. Yeah. So we're just going to we'll report in and let you know yeah, how we'll weird you know it how is. That goes. <laughs> Your boss slash friend. Yes. Yeah. You don't mean your boss and his friend. No, my boss slash friend. 
Got it. Yeah. Check. No, that is an intimate landlord situation. Intimate landlord <laughs> situation. But we are not strangers too. We have been it's in true. intimate landlord situations before. Yeah. So I feel like we can handle it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, this, one's one's this this excuse to get into the apartment is just you. Then you've got to get a rug shampoo machine, right? right. And you which know, is so well, crazy. You know, the props person who was like reading this episode was like, "Wait a minute, what? Like, why do I have to get a yeah. rug shampooer for this? Are it's you kidding? Clear me? the room. It's got to be something. To also, get them out of there. Too. At this point, there's so much absurdity on this show. Why not just say the pipes are broken again? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. It Nobody matter. would care. But he's got to he's got to clear them out of the living room. Yeah, he's got to get them out and of get the living it room. So he's That's alone with the, the diary. Thing. So uh, that's no, the okay. purpose that the shampooer serves, I think. That makes a lot more sense. Okay, yeah, right. which makes it feel even more calculated. <laughs> like, so ah, what could he do? Yeah, what, what could, could he, be, he doing? be doing? Ah, shampoo in the carpets. It couldn't just be hammering. God but. bless. <laughs> All right. Okay, so back up in the apartment, Jack. Uh, he enters and uh, he's 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 coming in from the kitchen where he's he's using this new wire whip. He calls it. It's just it's a, a whisk. It's a whisk. But yes, a wire whip. And he says, "Gee, this wire whip sure makes baking easy." Yeah, got it right here. Yeah, written down because it's a classic Three's Company quote. Yeah, Chrissy, this wire, new wire wait, whip get- sure makes baking easy. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, everything just whips together so easily now. But she <laughs> sure makes baking easy. Yeah, he was he was, he was doing everything by spoon before. Yeah, and fork. I and mean, the wire whip is like leaps ahead. It's like one yeah, small step. Wait, what is a wire whip? You mean like a whisk? A whisk. A whisk. There's a whisk. But the flat ones is usually you know those ones that are flat. Oh, that's called a wire whip. Usually, that's a whip, and the and the one that's round is a whisk. Huh? Yeah. Fascinating. Well, I really learned something today good. because yeah. I was watching this episode on my phone, and I did not clock that at all. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> He's, okay. He talks about his whip a couple times. Yeah. Um, but she's she. He comes out, says this to her. This He's is the interesting. Yeah. The interesting. Uh, way for him to start a conversation with Chrissy, I guess. But she's glued to uh, Wanda X's diary. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Wanda X is a very unhappy woman. And Which Jack begs to differ. Yeah. Because yeah. she sure seems happy. He says she may be a little tired, but she doesn't seem ha- unhappy. Yeah. Because she's, mm. she's having sex all the time, apparently. That's right. So the only man she, it turns out in the in the diary, Wanda X says the only man she truly loves is the dignified older man that lives in the apartment below her. And bum, bum, bum. that if only he would acknowledge her, if only he would give her a knowing wink or a smile, an enchanting a smile. A knowing wink. Oh shit! What was the smile? What have it done? A dazzling smile. Something. Dazzling I think smile. it was something like that. 
and, and oh, the, and like or and uh, knowing brush against knowing the shoulder, brush against the shoulder. yeah. Uh, then, then just she, to let her know yeah. that he knows, you know, whatever that he knows that she loves him. Anyway, it is riveting stuff. Yeah, the these two are they can't get enough of it. Jack and Chrissy, Jack and Chrissy, it, yeah. And then Ding Dong, <gasps> who would come in? Who comes in? Mr. Roper with his rug shampooer. Here he is. The dignified older man from downstairs. Now, what's interesting about this is that the audience later in the episode seems to be, you know, with the joke enough to be like, to see it coming. But this joke, it seems to take them forever to react when, like, I'm like immediately like, Older, dignified man downstairs. Oh, no. Here we go. As soon as she reads it. Oh, yeah. I know what's going on. But this audience waits. So, anyway, he gets them out. He's like, I'm shampooing the rug. You guys are going to have to leave the room. Jack goes to the kitchen. Uh, she goes, <laughs> Chrissy goes take to a take a, ba- a shower. A shower. Like and you would when your, ran- when your landlord's there shampooing the, the rug. Did it bother you that they didn't remove the couch? Yeah. Yes. What the hell are they even doing? It's ridiculous. And he doesn't know what he's doing. Isn't there a rug under the couch? Yes. Isn't that the rug he would be shampooing? What are we doing? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Such nonsense. And it's these things that, I don't know why, but they just take me out of it. And I was like, ugh. And I just think, again, I think of the poor props person who had to haul in this rug shampooer. Just for the mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. And a wire whip. <laughs> a wire whip. <laughs> like, you're kidding me yeah. this episode. Give this guy a break. God. I know. It was like when I went to that Flaming Lips concert and I just couldn't have any funks. So I was too worried about the people having to clean up afterwards. <laughs> I was like, this is a fucking mess. This is a mess. <laughs> That's so sweet. You're so cute. That is so nice. Uh, um, <laughs> I wish I had that kind of heart and uh, oh, I cared about anything that much. That's great. <laughs> um, okay, so they leave the room and he sees this diary, Mr. Roper. He hasn't started shampooing. And like, I'm like, well, he's going to read it. You know, you're just waiting for this to happen. And then it's not until he picks it up. And it's as if the audience is is like, yeah, oh, like, he's going to read something dirty. Oh, like they don't make the connection. Yeah, they yet. don't get it yet. Until he says, dignified older man downstairs. And then there's like an audience like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed Nobody, in the audience on that part. Yeah. It's like no, you guys should have been three steps was? ahead of that. No, I'll tell you what that was. That was pre- the, pre- the, the writing production. producers were like, oh, whoa. they were trying to get it like on the on the mic. Like right. I think they were trying to lead the audience and make yeah. this moment like so much more of a discovery than it was when it was like. And and by the way, right here when she says, when, sorry, when she first reads that passage about the man downstairs. Mm-hmm. I was already like, okay, when is Roper going to find them? Well, the yeah, of course, yeah, as soon as right. she says it. You get so far ahead of this joke. That's what I'm talking about. Right? This episode has to be one of the laziest. And we've seen some really <laughs> lazy-ass, like, Three's Company episodes. But this one takes 
the cake. <laughs> nothing doesn't happen. In, nothing happens in this episode that we don't know is gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. There's That's no. True. It's not a surprise before. No. <laughs> no, it was. It was no, the element of surprise was not a factor in this episode <laughs> no. at all. No. So as. As Mr. Roper begins to realize that Chrissy's in love with him, the thing that really, like, I think really convinces him, yeah, this is about me, is that she talks about his sensual fingers. Yeah, well, and he and starts he moving his, his fingers, fingers around. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's when we go to commercial. <sighs> Man. Wow. Man. Wow. That's all I have to say. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. Uh, Speaking of commercial. Yeah. We were just watching a video where they were like, um, they were going to play like nostalgic nostalgic TV jingles. And the very first one they came up with was Big Red. That's right. The classic Uh, Big Red. And we sang along with it. They sang along with it. It was great. It was really That's so cute. Yeah, I love it. I love gum jingles are the best. They really were. I mean, I just really like the the big red and the juicy fruit ones. Well, I mean, but if you look at like a product in general, gum has some pretty good ones. There's extra and there's the double mint twins. You know, like they, they definitely made shit. an impression, but those songs don't stick with me the way the juicy fruit. And big yeah, red but name ones another do. product where you know that many jingles for that many different brands of something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Plus, Hopefully none. Think about that for a second. How much gum do you have to sell to turn a profit on gum? And does it justify like a national ad campaign? Right. You don't see that anymore. They no. don't have gum commercials. They don't have nobody's messing around yeah. with selling gum. There's no ad guys who are like, we got to sell this gum. Wild, right? <laughs> gum numbers are do down. Those, do you remember Banaka? Do you remember? Oh Banaka yeah, yeah Banaka, sure. But yeah, gum kind of sells itself. It doesn't seem like something. It's like cheese. It's like cheese. There doesn't need to be a campaign for cheese. No. Everyone knows it. No, it's true. No, but I there do was feel in the eighties, like, yeah. but it was unnecessary. Yeah. Right. That it's so weird what were, what commercials were back then versus what they are now. Another thing was cigarettes, of course, the Marlboro mm-hmm. commercials. I remember sure. when I was a kid. And good for your T zone. It's Marlboro. Good for your T zone. What? Yeah, and it's the old cigarette ads. Remember those? No. Like old print ads and stuff would be like good for your T zone. Like they promoted cigarettes as if they were healthy. Well, because that's how what cigarettes yeah. were invented for. Like like clove cigarettes were invented to soothe your throat. <laughs> right. Like that's what they were for. Soothe your throat. Yeah, they were supposed to like because they numbed your, they numbed your throat. Cancer smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that is the thing is that the people just believed it, and and you know it's just it's no different from a lot of things that people believe yeah. in today, of course. But it's just so sad that like humans are so yeah. But you know what? Unaware. Speaking of which, clove <laughs> cigarettes. I am so nineties that as soon as I smell a clove cigarette, I think somebody is very sophisticated around me. Ooh, because I'm just stuck in the nineties. Like I'm like, oh, what is there a poet here? What's happening? Oh, it's through my clove. Yeah, phases. I feel like the goth yeah. kids really got into cloves. Yeah, <laughs> there's always there's. Right, yeah. 
I had a clove face. Yeah, we yeah. All, everybody had a clove face. Very good. All right. Wait, this do you episode remember? brought to you by Clove Cigarettes. Wait, do you, I did just remember the cheese commercial. Do you remember the cheese guy? Cheese guy from the eighties. He was like a wheel of cheese, and he had a cowboy hat, uh, yeah, and skinny legs, and he yeah. sang that like when you get a hankering for a hunk of cheese. Yeah, remember that guy? Kind of. Wait, what was that? Wasn't that Schoolhouse Rock? No, it was the same type of animation, but it was like a National Cheese Dairy one of those whatever Dairy Council Council ads. Hankering, just search hankering hankering for a hunk of cheese. I know it'll come up. Uh, do it. Hankering for a hunk of cheese. Okay, I remember that guy, and it, it is a PSA from the 1970s, and it was. I do remember that commercial. I do remember that commercial. Just a commercial for cheese. Yeah. For no reason. Just eat. Hey, kids, if you're hungry, have cheese. Why not try, I don't know, cheese as an option, kids? (laughs) Ever heard of it? I love it. That was way pre got milk. Like, that was pretty inventive. Well, what was he in the shape of? A wheel of cheese. A lump of cheese? Yeah. He yeah. doesn't look like a wheel. I guess he is a I guess that is a wheel of cheese. Yeah, he's like a Swiss wheel. Yeah. He's like a Alpine Swiss. Which is weird. What's he's that like one a kind of Swiss that comes in a big A hanker for a hunk of cheese? It kinda sounded like um Doctor Teeth a little bit. A little bit. Would yeah, you? he does a little bit. Oh. He's like a he's like a cross between Mr. Peanut and Can Dr. you find Peanut. out who wrote the jingles? Oh yeah, how do we do you know who wrote the jingle? No. We'll figure that out. Okay. Anyway, back we'll get to back the, to the show. Back to the show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So we're down at the Ropers and uh Roper uh calls out the door to Janet who's returning from the store. Yeah. And uh he says uh you need you need anything upstairs? Enough hot water? Chrissy, go for older guys. <laughs> yeah. See, that's I think that's the best part of the show. Yeah, that was a good one. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I give it to Norman Fell for the episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Best, yeah. best joke. Yeah. Um Janet inadvertently eggs him on, of course. Right. Sure. Uh, I I can't remember specifics, but 
you know, she says the wrong things vaguely enough that he misconstrues them to mean, yep. Janet is Chrissy in. Chrissy must have the hot for me. Chrissy is into him. Right. So then uh, Helen enters with uh, with some tea. And this after Janet leaves. Yeah. And Mr. Roper's writing at the table. Yes. And uh, he says that he's writing an eviction notice for the kids upstairs to yeah. save their marriage. <laughs> to save their marriage. <laughs> and the, he explains okay. to her that Chrissy's in love with him, which Helen finds hysterical. And I love that that's how they play it. Like, I love that they don't play it, that she gets all mad and marches up there, you know, or whatever. I love that they play it, that she's just like ridiculous. Yeah. She she did a really great job with that, by the way. I thought she was so funny this episode. Oh, also, just wanted to shout out, this is the first time we've seen her not in a muumuu. This was a two-piece. She's in the pants. Yeah, I really like this outfit. I thought it was super yeah. duper cute. I love the little. It was like a Chinese collar. Yeah, a little yeah Mandarin collar. Is it Mandarin called a collar, Mandarin right. collar? Okay, I think so. And then she had that chunky navy uh, giant bead jewelry <laughs> that she likes to wear yeah. so much. But I thought this whole ensemble was really really cute for her. She looked yeah. great. Yeah, that was a good. I one. agree. Um. The, oh, and so then he's like, what's so ridiculous? This is not the first time this has happened. And he goes, what about the lady in 206? And she says, which we should be keeping track we, of. I think we do. Everybody. We have a running list have of running the apartments. Okay, the old lady. <laughs> no, she, 206. Now 206. Come on. Come on. And she's like, the old lady in Where? 206 uh, that they put in a home so she wouldn't hurt herself. Oh. She was into him. Yeah, apparently. she was into him, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he says that Chrissy is yearning for him. She's yearning for me. Yearning, yearning. That's what he says. Yearning. Um, and so he's, she's, he's like, you don't believe me. I'm going to prove it to you. All I got to do is go up there and give her the signals. That he read in the diary. A dazzling wink, smile. Dazzling smile. Knowing wink. Knowing wink. And a suggestive brush against the shoulder. Maybe some kind some, of brush I, I, I against the that, shoulder. But a brush against the shoulder. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got the three gremlin rules. We're ready to go. By the way. Yeah. Just <laughs> want to point out. Laziest threes company ever. He basically just reiterates everything Jack read to Chrissy and then he read again, and now he's reporting to Helen. This is the yeah. third time we've gone the over this time. information. Yeah. And get ready, because it's not the last. They're no. Right. It is it's the true. gremlin rules. They're just repeating them going. over and over yeah. so that we are We're established. establishing the mythology. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was just like, what is going on? Like, what we're really going to spend time talking about it. And don't worry, Matt, no. because guess what? The audience loves it. Yeah. Audience loves it. They love it. Crowd loves it. So uh, back up at the apartment, they're looking at the diary. Jack and Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Janet's home now, right? Yeah, Yeah. Janet's back. Yeah. uh, Ding dong. It's the Ropers. And Helen is trying to hold in her laughter. 
And so then Mr. Roper. Yeah, from the get-go, Helen's trying to hold in her laughter. Like, she's not even, he hasn't even established why he's there yet. She's already, like, busting the seams. And he brings Chrissy over, and he gives her the, the old, he gives her the works. He gives her the, <laughs> the know, dazzling smile. The dazzling smile. He the gives her the knowing wink. wink. He gives her the brush up yeah. against the, with the shoulder, and uh, and Chrissy's like, "I have to, I have to go into the kitchen." Chrissy's I'll a little right creeped back. out. Yeah, and and Helen is just like, "You're making a fool of yourself," right? Which he is. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Totally. Exactly. But things are going to get a little more complicated than Helen believes. She. Yeah, she's gonna understand oh, a little bit here. But we go to the kitchen, and she's like, "Mr. Roper made a pass at me. Made a pass at me. What would you think if somebody gave you a wink and rubbed up against your shoulder?" Yeah. She says. And Jack says, "I think we were engaged." And grabs her. Oh, pulls her tight to him. Jack. <sighs> so Jack goes, and they're like, "She's like, go see if they're still here." Yeah. <laughs> so he peeks out. And he sees them reading the diary. And Helen's like, what? And she's like, how do you know this is Chrissy's or something like that? Mm-hmm. So Jack puts it all together, which is actually a I, genius move on this show. No this, one's no, ever it's done It's never that. happened before. It's probably a first. It's a where first someone and saw something last. and didn't misconstrue it. So but <laughs> construed it. Registered it. Was like, and now we need to act on this. Yeah. Let's I will fix report this. to everyone, and we'll make sure this is clear. Oh, we can and wrap this shit up. Yeah, and then he relitigates the thing that we've already heard three times <laughs> yeah. for a fourth time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait, wait—they're uh, not gonna. And then they do. And they just again. repeat. Mm-hmm. This episode was six minutes long. That yeah. they did over and over yeah. and over. Ugh. Now here, here is where the audience is finally caught up with the jokes. Ugh. Is when they they decide they're going to go tell them together uh-huh. that what's going on. So they go out there, they tell them, and she's like, "It's not my diary." She and he says. It's not your diary. Oh, Janet. Janet. I should have been. Oh, and he goes over to that and they laugh. And she says, that's not my diary. And the audience laughs immediately. Yeah. At the implication that it's going to go to Jack next. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that seems more reasonable to be on top of that joke. They have to be laughing because it's so stupid. That's the only (laughs) explanation. The only explanation I'm, I'm willing to entertain at this point. Jack does his batting eyelash routine. Right. His whole, his, his whole frolic. His let's oh, scare Mr. Roper with, the, takes, with his gay. Uh, right. Drag. <laughs> his gay. Uh, Which again. Persona. Yeah, persona. He does like, yeah. This Bugs Bunny batting the eyes bit that he loves so much. And, and God bless if the crowd just doesn't go crazy for it. They, mm-hmm. they go crazy for it. Yeah. This is the problem. This is the problem with the audiences. Guys, over here in Meme Corner, can I just tell you something? I love to relay memes to people verbally. I think Uh it's hilarious. Okay, so I just saw one the other day that said, 
when me, when people ask how I got into classical music and it's just Bugs Bunny sitting on that fat horse. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Okay. That's really Just had good. to throw that in there. Okay. So then what's um, happening? So then, uh, Helen says that Stanley is so romantic because he was going to <sighs> kick them out to save their marriage. He was going to do that for her. And uh, And the kids are like, you were what? You were going to what now? He's going to take her out for dinner. And then after, and she says, oh, Stanley, can't we do the then after first? Right. That's right. right. She She thinks it's the sex part. She wants it. (laughs) And he says, okay, if you want a bowl on an empty stomach. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if Tucker just said to me one night, "You know what? Let's go out. We're going to have dinner and go bowling. It'll be fun." <laughs> I mean, I can't even. The imagine. kids would love it. Would they? Party yeah. like it's nineteen seventy-eight. I guess it's pretty fun. Bowling. I like bowling. Okay, so then right. that's it. That's up the tag scene where. uh it says, oh, yeah, uh, she's counting her money from the Wanda X diary yeah. job. Which, how much is it? Is it $65 that she makes? Something. I don't know. I think it was $65. I forgot to do the math to see how many pages that was that she typed. And uh, Jack enters, and Wanda's still here. She came to pick up the manuscript. Wanda went in to wash up. Wanda's in the bathroom, and Jack is excited, and he's like, oh, man. Oh, Uh, right. But then Wanda exits the bathroom, and it's a man named Mm -hmm. something else. And Wanda exits his pen name, and then, oh, he's Clarence Springfield. That's his name. Clarence. Oh, Paddikins. Paddikins. Clarence Clarence Springfield. Springfield. Yes. Save the Padikins for the tag scene. Yeah, crazy. Weird. Do you know anything about this guy? Now, hold on a second. This episode was called... This is not The Rivals, is it? No, th- no that's the next... No, this no, is... Rivals the, was... This is the, the Diary. The Diary. The ah, Love the Diary. Love Diary. The Love Diary. Oh, hold on, I have Padikins. Oh, wait. While you're looking that up, I can tell you guys that I thought about you because I was working on a play recently, and during the performances, every time characters would come in or go off, the audience would clap like it was a sitcom, oh. and it would make me laugh every time. <laughs> like, I would just be sitting back there, and they, the person would come on, and the whole audience would just, no! Oh. And I would just, I cracked up every time. I was like, what is happening? It was great. <sighs> Well, now, this week's Padikins uh, is played by an actor named Paul Barcelou, who was born in 1922 in Cohoes, New York. He was best known for uh, roles in the movie, in the 1987 movie Inner Space, the 1994 film True Lies. Oh. And the 1988 film, The Wizard of Speed and Time, he died in 2017 at the age of 95. And he had, wow. he had a lot of parts Jesus. on television as well. He was on Sister Kate, Mr. Belvedere, Highway to Heaven, on the Silver Spoons, 
the greatest American hero, Laverne and Shirley. He really did it. He Little House on the Prairie, The Jeffersons, Maud. Jeez, uh, he was Mary on everything. Hartman, you know what? My three sons. I thought just Bewitched. the other day. I thought just the other day about embroidering a big J on some of my shirts, like Laverne style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought about doing that idea. Cool. <laughs> I thought it would be cool. I thought it would look oh, adorable. I think it's cool. I can't decide. I think you should do it. You think I should do it? I yeah. found some patterns. Okay, I'm going to do it. She I'm going to be like her. Everything she wore. That Everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Commit to the bit. <clears throat> oh, Clarence Springfield. They, and they said, oh, I'm." Chrissy says, I'm supposed to tell I'm you that Jack yeah. is tall. Tall, single, and has his own bedroom. Yeah. And Clarence is like, oh, really? <laughs> now, here's an interesting factoid about Wanda X, yeah. uh, a.k.a. Paul Barcelou. He will come back in a future episode of Three's Company uh, in 1983. So it looks wow. like in season six, he'll be back. Who is he when he comes back? Man in Restaurant. Oh, oh, God. I hope he's in Jack's Bistro. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, so. right, Jack show that. Okay, before right, before we wrap it up, though, yeah. we need to we need to say hey, hey, we need to give a shout out and say hey to our good friend um, Jason. Oh yeah, up in uh, Kenosha, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Hello, is that right? Jason? Kenosha, yeah, right, right. Kenosha, oh, Wisconsin. God. I feel like we only know that he's from Kenosha because he accidentally sent us that message that was going to someone else. Yeah, he sent us a message by accident. So we just assumed he's from Kenosha? <laughs> he might not even be from yeah, Kenosha. But we think Who he knows? is. So he is. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for reaching out, Jason. Yeah. Thanks I'm, for I'm excited that, that Jason listens and that everybody, everybody that listens listens. It makes me really happy. Yeah, me too. We'd love yeah, to hear from you. Yeah, why doesn't everybody just be like, oh, me too, and send us messages about what they thought? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Yeah. I don't want to, be, I don't want to pressure <laughs> you, though. You know? No, no pressure. No pressure. I don't want to be Jared Leto about it. Oh, is that a Jared Leto thing to do? There was this video on YouTube. You guys, you guys can all look it up if you want to be enraged. Okay. You know, he's in that Uh-oh. horrible band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh-huh. And he's given a concert. It's awful. Eyeliner everywhere. And he's like, and then he like stops the show because some uh-huh. guy in the balcony isn't standing up. What? Yeah, and like singles him out. And like, it's the biggest dick thing I've ever seen. And then it turns out that did. guy didn't have legs. Yeah, I was like, what if? No. What if? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like I was like, man, if I paid money to see a show yeah. and some they did that, I would never listen to them again. Yeah, that's awful. He's a he's he's just horrible. Yes, we would never do that. Is what he's saying. <laughs> Sorry, that's what Tucker's saying. Ugh. We would never do. We that would never do you. that to you guys. So if you want to, you can just let us. You can say, hey, be like Jason. Yeah. Holy cow, that's terrible. Also, you know, it just goes to show it takes a special kind of crazy. To 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 be Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I hope Jared Leto deserves our compassion. I just don't think it's necessary. 
that we have. One. <laughs> that we have a Jared Leto. Yeah, we don't need one. We don't need that's one. that's right. my point. I'm like, we can do without. We I saw House of Gucci. I could have done without him. Yeah. Even oh my though gosh, he had that the, the best thing. Wasn't it crazy? Don't get me started on that movie. That was five movies. And I have to say, <laughs> the, the, the Lady Gaga yeah, yeah. House of Gucci was maybe my favorite of all five of those movies. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, there's, uh, uh, I'm looking guys, at a, I'm looking at a red-tailed hawk on oh, my balcony. At the that's moment. what I just oh. wondered. I just started to say, guys, Were you waving at it. Maddie was just waving at something <laughs> out of a window over nothing. So. <laughs> Giant bird just landed on my balcony. It was humongous, and he looked right at me, and I just didn't know what to do. So I waved. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's great. Okay, do we do ratings? Before yeah. we do next, okay, yeah, we okay. Do. let me let me t- let me give this episode a rating. Oh, he's gonna give it a bad one. Yeah. Oh man, I am so shocked to say that I give this three Dominomini booze, and let me tell you why. Three. With as mm-hmm. I know, as lazy as this episode was, Damn it was like polished it. and tight <laughs> and funny. And I don't know how that happened, given yeah. how crappy no. the script was. It just goes to show how and here, these castmates were. And here's where my system shows itself to be superior. I give it two and three quarters stars. Mm. <laughs> that way you get all of that truth, but also a yeah. little bit of the sass oh. of dropping it down yeah. one quarter star. Agreed. I give it three. Down the nominee booze. Of course. And, and <laughs> I would like to say that I think this is just another uh, example of why people would think that the Ropers needed a spinoff. Because to me, the Ropers yeah. did all the heavy lifting yeah. in last episode. Mm-hmm. Gotta agree Kids with were that. Barely there. Yeah. But I do, I, I, and, and you know, again, I do feel really bad for Norman Fell because he knew that. Each of the two part of this show, the kids and them, needed each other for the whole yeah. thing to work. You, you can't, right. you can't really piece it out like that. Yeah, yeah. that's too bad. Time. That's going to be sad. But you know what? It's so far in the future. We're still in season three, episode three. So don't worry about it. There yet. we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. go. Yeah. Oh, Madame Matilda. Yeah, Madame Matilda. Look deep. Into your crystal balls and tell so us deep. what <laughs> next week's episode is about. My hands around my crystal balls. Uh, hold on just a second, though. One of my crystal balls is hanging lower than the other. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I've now balanced them. Okay. What's it called? Is it called the What's fart? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> the next fart? week is called the fast. Oh. Ah, the fast. The fast, the fast. I is can't it? imagine this was a thing in the seventies like it is now. But I'm Baby. gonna say that the kids decide to do a cleanse, like a juice cleanse. Um, yeah, when Larry goes away to this like commune for like a hippie retreat, he comes back saying that he's a new man, and he talks the kids into doing this fast, which drives them nuts with. Uh, food diarrhea, madness, uh, and and the only thing to, to calm them down is for the ropers to come in and make them some food 
and sneak them some food. <laughs> it drives them mad? Food madness. Yeah, with like oh. food lust. With mad with food lust. Have you have you never done a fast, Tucker? Uh yeah, I've had to fast before. Yeah, it, you get you get pretty hungry at a certain point. I'm just finding so many uh, things in my teeth. We shouldn't delicious. do video. Those are like little snacks. <laughs> like you just okay. later get to be like, oh, what's that? Okay, I think that's uh, probably dead on. All right. All right um, yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> I'm never right. <laughs> my pen's running out of ink. Oh, God, you know, we didn't do that at the beginning of the episode no, where I was like, oh, last week you said this. Let's go back and see what oh, you did say God. the love diary was about. You know what's so crazy? Is like we're, this just goes to show we're out of practice because this is the we're, first break we've taken since yeah. we started the podcast. We forgot how to do anything. Well, what did you say <laughs> last Pen's week? Dead. What did you say? Okay, last week you said the love diary. It was Janet's diary okay. and Jack and Chrissy – come upon Janet's love diary and she is appalled and wants to move out. Yeah. Whoa. That's all you had. That wasn't That's all you had. Janet was completely superfluous this episode on top of everything. True. Yeah, <clears throat> Janet was nothing. Nothing, I tell you. It's too bad. Well, now it's that time in the episode like it, we every time. See? Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Yay. Just like last time. Yeah. Oh, it feels good to be back. Yeah. Well, I will I will sing my, my end of show tune. Uh, as okay. I at this point. Right. Well, goodbye, everybody. We'll miss you so. We had a good time, <laughs> but now we've got to go. So until next week, take care of yourselves. Uh, and join us again for another episode of Hers and hers and hers and his next week. Something that rhymes with elves. There it is. Bang. This is sexually